y'all, welcome to Adventures with Aggie, brought to you by the Ryan Martin Foundation. Today, we're featuring our fourth student athlete from the Ryan Martin Foundation named Sarah Bolton. Please welcome Sarah. Sarah, how are you doing today? I'm good, how are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm excited to learn more about you and what you do. Um, so first, could you kind of start by introducing yourself and give us a little bit of background? Sure. Um, I'm Sarah Bolton. I'm 17. And I, at the age of 18 months, I was diagnosed with a rare genetic disorder called HPSL leukodystrophy. Oh my gosh. And um, it's basically a degeneration of the white matter in the brain. So things like my core strength aren't that great. I have no use of my lower half feeling, but no use. And yeah, that's basically it. I do a bunch of sports majorly into theater. It's like my biggest thing right now. Um, but yeah, I think that's really my main life. Awesome. Lots of things. I'm excited to talk about all the different things. Um, but let's start with wheelchair basketball. How did you find this to be your sport? So I used to live in Illinois and the, I guess like the adaptive sports team that was in my area, which was Great Lakes Adaptive Sports Association, they had a requirement that you had to be, I think, seven, eight, maybe one of those to join a sport. And so when I turned that age, my dad was like, let's just throw you into a bunch of sports. Because with my disability, it's like majorly important that I stay active. So and fit and healthy and all those things. So um, my dad was like, let's throw you in a bunch of things. So I did track swimming, basketball, and sled hockey. Those were like my four things. Um, and then it got to a certain point where I was like, I need to narrow it down a little bit. So I narrowed it down to track and basketball. And I think that basketball quickly became my thing because of how much of a team sport it is and how many people I came so close to. And then I moved here and I <laughs> was trying to find a team, which I then ended up on New York Rolling Fury. And then a few years later, I ended up with Ryan. So yeah. Amazing. Lots of things, lots of things again, but um, we are here because of the Ryan Martin Foundation. So yes. how did that relationship begin? How did you find Ryan and the foundation? So when I was with New York Rolling Fury, my coach at the time said, oh, there's a guy, his name is Ryan Martin. He plays professionally. And he's doing a camp this summer. I think you should go. So it was in New Jersey, which was different to when he usually does it in Connecticut. That year it happened to be in New, in New Jersey. So we made the trip out there for the week, I think it was, maybe a little bit shorter than that. Um, and from there, he just thought I was like a really special case, you know, and he um, offered me a spot on his team. So then I, made the works into transferring to his team. Got it, awesome. I've heard great things about basketball camp. I kind of want to come. I need. I feel like I need to. It's a fun time. Basketball yeah. camp is amazing, yeah. <laughs> I have to come, I'll have to come sometime soon. But um, awesome, so let's kind of do a bit of story time, I guess. Um, sure. Could you kind of tell us some of your fondest memories being a part of Ryan Martin Foundation? There's so many, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, so before I joined Ryan Martin Foundation, I had never been 
to nationals. That was like a huge deal for me. I thought that was really cool. So the year, not last year because, you know, COVID, 2019 when we went to nationals, it was in Illinois. So I also got to go back to like where I used to live. That was cool. And I think that was one of the coolest experiences just because like everyone got so close and we just had so much fun. And I think we finished fourth. So that was that was really cool. That was like my biggest thing. I think the other like fond memories are just going to practice and just Ryan telling us like how much better we're getting <laughs> slowly. Um, I think that when I joined his team, I finally understood the game to a new level. I think he taught me a better understanding and how to become a better player. So those are like the biggest memories of joining his team. Yeah. That's awesome. I guess uh, follow up to that. What have you learned about yourself from being involved in Ryan Martin Foundation? I think I learned that, you know, Ryan is such a big advocate of not just sport, but also like our whole lives in general. So, you know, he's constantly asking us about our grades, our schoolwork, you know, and I think I learned that it's such a balance that I can't put all of my focus into one thing over the other. So I think that that was helpful to me to also better understand how to balance everything and become a little more organized with my life and my busy schedule. Definitely. Yeah, that's great. Balance is, balance is important. Very important. Yes. Sports and life and everything else in between. But um, that's awesome. Cool. I also wanted to ask you about track. Um, yeah. How did this come about? Um, and are you still doing it? What are your events? What's this like? So track again, I started with Great Lakes Adaptive Sports Association when I was seven, eight. I don't remember the year, I'm sorry, but I think it was that. Um, and I joined in April of whatever year it was at the time. And nationals were that June, July, one of those. Anyway, um, so nationals were like three months down the road. And my family just said, oh, well, whatever happens, happens. All of a sudden, I just started, you know, really getting into it and doing training weekly. And I, you know, got into it. That year, I had made nationals for the first time after three months of never doing it. <laughs> so that was that was a fun moment for me to finally realize, whoa, sports are, you know, sports are more than just practice. So I got into it then. I... When I moved to New York, there's not really a team anywhere near me. So I'm on Long Island, so there's no team out here. And so I train with the Navigators, the North Jersey Navigators in Bayonne, New Jersey. And that was when I finally realized how much fun it was because <laughs> I finally got some really amazing coaching and I was finally able to, you know, compete at a new level. I went to my first international meet in 2018 when I was in eighth grade. And that was so cool because <laughs> I finally realized like how much I could do as long as I had the right training and was willing to put in the work. So now I am still doing it. We're just in the off season now and I don't really have much time to train, which is not good. But we're getting slowly back into it. 
That's awesome. You you stay very busy. Me too, though. Just I not, do. I'm not I'm a very busy person. <laughs> I'm not trading for different sports, but I'm busy. <laughs> I love that. That's so cool, though. Um, I guess going back to, I guess you can answer this either way, I guess track or wheelchair basketball. Um, mm. Usually we have our guests just kind of give us a rundown of training and the different things that you're doing. So um, yep. could you kind of guide us through a typical training session or a day of training, whichever sport you'd like, whatever's on your okay. mind. <laughs> I can throw both in here. Okay. Um, if it was, you know, like a, a normal training schedule for me, nothing has been normal for me over COVID. I've been dealing with injuries Makes and all sense. these things. But um. <laughs> Before that, when I was, you know, really training, I trained five, six days a week for track. I was on my school team. So, you know, I do a few hours every day. Um, basketball is once a week because I don't really have much access to any form of basketball court. But track gives a really good cross training to basketball anyway. So and vice versa. So I'm kind of always training for things. <laughs> It's always training. <laughs> That's perfect. That's really cool that there is overlap. I guess I, I didn't think about that because I don't play either of those sports. <laughs> but that is really cool that it, it benefits you kind of both ways, so to speak. Yeah. Um, awesome. That helps a lot. It gives a little bit of a picture on what you're doing every day. Every day almost. <laughs> yeah. But cool. Let's see. A few more questions for you. Um, I asked lots of guests about their sporting motto or sporting philosophy. Um, so do you have one of these? And if so, could you share um, how you developed it? Yeah, I think that I don't have like a certain motto that I live by. I think I go through st stages of like different mottos that I go by. <laughs> but um, I think right now my biggest thing that I constantly remind myself is just to not be afraid to make, a st make mistakes. And don't be afraid to mess up because I do it a lot. And I always used to feel so embarrassed whenever I did it. And I just think that I need to let it go. Things happen and then I'm like, whatever. So I think moving on and letting things go and just living in the moment, you know. Definitely. I agree with you. Totally agree. I think that can be applied to so many different things too. Not just, not just sport, not just life. Kind of like what you're talking about. Brian Martin Foundation teaches you. It's not just about life. He's asking about school and everything else. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's all related and it's true. Just got to make mistakes and you learn from them and move on, which is important too. Um, awesome. Okay. Well, you mentioned theater and music and I want to ask you because I also love theater and music. This was yes. going off the script of it, but okay. <laughs> Please tell me, what are your favorite shows? What are you doing? Are you performing? Do you sing? What's the situation? So I'm majorly into musical theater. I'm the biggest musical theater nerd. Um, <laughs> but, and it's really hard to name a favorite show, but like Wicked, Waitress, okay, Hamilton, <laughs> amazing shows. So good. Um, I am performing. I mean, not right now, not currently, because... Yeah. COVID. My last musical was with my school. We did Aladdin Jr. Amazing. It was an interesting time, but it's <laughs> fine. We did it like movie style. So okay. it was weird. It's It was interesting. <laughs> um, but right now I'm doing a pre-college program with Emerson College. Okay. And I auditioned for their school next week. So I'm kind of, so you know, getting the feel of theater outside of high school. <laughs> Because it's yeah. very different. But yeah, I'm like the biggest mu musical theater nerd. And that's what I want to go to school for. So that's awesome. yeah, that's so, so cool. Yes, I, I agree with you. Those shows that you listed 
love them all. I'm super excited for Broadway to come back to hopefully Me too. sometime the next few months. Uh, can't come fast enough. I'm so excited. Hopefully to go- everything stays safe enough for it to come back. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. I know I'd love to go to a show. I have some some people that I know that have kind of been on on standby, so to speak, like throughout COVID mm-hmm. and trying to figure out what to do. I know yeah. I was watching, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but I watched uh, clips from Ratatouille on TikTok. That was a really weird experience. I watched the whole show when they put it live. <laughs> when they said, here's the live stream, I was like, oh, I'm watching this. <laughs> so I did. I sat in my living room for an hour and watched Ratatouille. <laughs> it's Why not? Yeah, that's just not what I was expecting to come out of this COVID situation. I wasn't expecting. No, um, I was not ready for them to just write a whole musical over TikTok. Like no one was together, but they wrote a whole musical. (laughs) Crazy. It's super crazy, but it was so cool. I agree with you. It was like a good kind of hour to kill. Um, That's fun. Okay, cool. I'm I'm glad we we cleared up the theater, Broadway, music. Um, Follow-up question about music. This was from somebody on my team who also loves music. He says, Mm -hmm. if you had to save three songs to your training playlist, what would you pick? Kind of overlapping music and your training. Oh, (laughs) this is a really hard question. (laughs) Um, Well, I'm also like a huge Harry Styles One Direction fan. Okay, me too. So, yeah, my family (laughs) makes fun of me all the time. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think maybe like... Midnight Memories, One Direction. Yes. And then maybe some, I guess, Golden from Harry Styles. Yeah. And then a Broadway song. Maybe You Can't Stop the Beat from Hairspray. That's got a really good beat to it. Yes. Yeah. I agree with all of those. Yeah. I think those, I think those are good choices. <laughs> yeah. So that's perfect. I want it to be mine. We should have a joint training playlist. We can definitely do that. Yes. Let's make it happen. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Cool. Uh, okay. A couple more questions for you. I want to kind of talk about your next few years. I know you already mentioned you want to go to school for musical theater um, performance, but I guess what are kind of your academic or athletic aspirations over the next few years? So I definitely do want to go to school for musical theater, as I've said, yeah. but I think it really depends on where I go to school as opposed to, like depending on, depending on where I go really depends picks whether I do sport or not okay because I am not at the level or the the classification for track or basketball where I would be recruited to a team to play for them sure. so I think it really depends on where I go as to whether or not they have a team and to whether I would go to them and say can I at least train with you guys yeah so I I don't know athletic wise where I'm gonna go I think that's kind of the one thing I don't have planned. <laughs> I think I'm just playing that one by ear for a little while. Um, otherwise, I'm not really sure. My future is so, like, I have no plans. So other than getting into college, that's the, <laughs> the main thing for me right now. And I think after then I'll have a better idea. Oh yeah, I mean, that's a great plan. That's a great plan. Yeah. Figure out college, that's good. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm out of college and I don't have a plan either. So, (laughs) but um, no, I'm sure, I'm sure you'll find a team if that's what's right for you. Um, But I'm super excited to kind of see you go down this musical theater route because I love that too. I, when I was in high school, I did um, acapella and show choir. So that was kind of my thing. And then I went 
the other way, I guess you're playing sports now and you're going into more musical theater and I was doing more musical things and now I'm more in sports things. We're opposite yeah. tracks, but yes. both are great. Yes, they <laughs> are. Yes, 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 yes. Awesome. Maybe you could be Ryan Martin Foundation forever. You could just keep playing with them. I definitely plan on staying with Ryan as long as yeah. I can. You know, depending on where life takes me, I hope it keeps me somewhere local. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Let's see. Two more questions for you. Um, I usually ask guests kind of about mentors or coaches that stick out. Obviously, Ryan is a great one. But um, yeah, are there anybody anybody that you want to kind of give a shout out to for um, where you are today? Definitely Ryan. Yes. <laughs> Ryan, I owe a lot of my success to, definitely. Yeah. Um, but also my coach from the navigators jimmy cuevas he has been a huge part in my life as well just from track but he's also just um, an amazing person to look up to he has helped me get to you know international meets national records you know all the things that i don't think i would have been able to do on my own he was there every step of the way and helping me through injury after injury (laughs) but Yeah. yeah he's also a big person Awesome. I love that. I love that. Two great ones. Great circle around you. Um, Cool. Let's see. Last question. This is the question that I end every show on. Um, What is one piece of advice you would give to a younger Sarah? (laughs) I think that something I would say to myself is that no matter how much you plan something out, it's just not going to happen that way because, <laughs> you know, things have happened that I would never have expected to happen that were never written in the books for me at all. And I think it's also just to, you know, live life one moment at a time, kind of don't dwell on the future or the past. Yeah. Just kind of live life in the present. Definitely. Great advice. Great advice. I love ending the show on this because I hope people hear that and listen and go out and do it. But um, yeah. <laughs> Sarah, this was awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your story and giving wonderful advice to your younger self and anyone else who's listening to the show. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for your time today. Of course. Cool. I'll stop recording. Sarah, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your story. Stay tuned for more episodes of Adventures with Aggie coming next week, where we start our series featuring disability sport whales. Mm-hmm.